Ezekiel chapter 36, verse number one. Verse 32 is, chapter 32 is God telling Ezekiel to prophesy to one group. Chapter 33, a different group. Chapter 34, a completely different group. And all of those were people. Heathens, his people, and then to the, to the shepherds. I skipped chapter 35 because that's what he told me to do in my heart. And then when I went to chapter 36, I'm noticing he's not prophesying to people. He's prophesying to mountains. All right, so let's make that real plain. Sometimes the Lord will have you speak to something that's not a human. Okay, put it another way. Sometimes God will have you prophesy over your situation. We are right there. Look at how this works. It was, it's fascinating. May you catch this. Also, thou son of man, prophesy unto the mountains. That's why he said also, because he had previously, in the other chapters, prophesied over the nation of Israel, the surrounding enemies, the pastors, and now he's saying, prophesy unto the mountains of Israel, and this is what you are to say. Ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Is that required every time you prophesy? It is not. Hearing the word of the Lord is not a, prof a prophetic requirement when you prophesy. It is how this man of God prophesied. Goes on to verse 2. Thus saith the Lord God of hosts, because the enemy hath said against you, Aha, even the ancient high places are ours to possess. Therefore, prophesy and say, Thus saith the Lord God, because they have made you desolate and swallowed you up on every side, that you might be a possession of their residue, the residue of the heathen, and will take up in their lips the talking of these words. This word infamy has to do with slowness of speech dragged out. The point that I'm making just to start this off is, there are like nine different components here, and I'm only going to discuss maybe two of them. Number one, does anybody in here have a mountain that needs to be spoken to? Are you authorized? Okay, so we're talking about SAP in purpose. Your purpose is whether you are S, which is what? Submitted or yielded or prepared in that regard. The A is what? Authorized. Are you authorized to speak to your mountains? Now, it's very interesting, and the P, of course, is the power, the doing. So in this, in this context, he's saying prophesy to the mountains, and this is the reason why. Now, you got to realize Ezekiel is not on the mountain. So he's prophesying to a place where he physically isn't. You all right? God then reveals to him what's happening on the mountain. Conversations are happening on the mountain. He didn't say to him prophesy against the people. He said prophesy against or to the mountain. You got to understand this as a basic. Sometimes God will have you prophesy concerning people. But in this context, the fact that God spoke to these mountains, is you're going to see how much. I just want to encourage you, speaking to things that do live is well within your authority to speak what God says about it. We all right? Okay, so let's keep going. Therefore, prophesy and say, thus saith the Lord God, verse 3, because you have made, uh, they have made you desolate. He's talking about the mountains. The mountains have been made desolate because of people and swallowed you up on every side that you might be a possession unto the residue of the heathen 
and ye take up in the lips of talkers, meaning these folks are talking about this, and this is their scenario. Verse 4, therefore ye mountains, second reference, of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Now this is a real man talking to, talking to rocks, talking to hills. You ever found yourself talking to rocks? You know most of y'all don't talk to no rocks. You just live your life. I am telling you, don't think you're crazy if the, if the Lord tells you to speak to something that you've never addressed before. Okay. Speak to the mountains of Israel. Hear the word of the Lord of God. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains and to the hills. Here you go. And to the rivers and to the valleys. Anybody got any valleys in your life? Anything thing going in? Something going on that's just moving low. And you needed to change. Goes on to say, speak to the desolate wastes and to the cities that are forsaken, which became a prey and a derision of the residue of the heathen that are round about. What is the residue? What is residue? It's leftover. When we came out of darkness, we had some leftovers. And sometimes we still eat them. But we should be letting them go because the residue that's left over from your former life should not continue to be a part of your current life. You may have to speak to some parts about you that need to go. See, don't drop the amens off because we all have areas because until you get loose of where you are, you cannot possess the next level of your walk with God. Some of you walk with self-doubt. It's residue. That didn't come from the kingdom. It's surely not from the transfer of darkness into light. We left that, but if there's residue there, it needs you to say something. All right, verse number four. Verse number five. We did four, right? Oh, y'all got that up. Great. Therefore, thank you. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, surely in the fire of my jealousy, I have spoken against the residue of the heathen. And against Idumea, which is basically the Edomites, which is basically, uh, what's the brother's name? Esau. These are the, the descendants of Esau. The Edomites come from that, and he's calling them Idumea. And he's saying here, they have appointed my land unto their possession. In other words, what belongs to God, they said belongs to them. And in that verse, it says, they do so with joy in their hearts and in their minds, they are despiteful individuals to cast out anything that is in the way that God put there. This is what's happening at Christmas time. Folks get Jesus out of the way so they can buy that gift. Just cast him out. Get him on out of here. I ain't thinking about all that. You know, I ain't coming to church because I got a shop. I ain't coming to church because of whatever. But the bottom line is when you really boil this down, we have to recognize we've got to speak if you want some change. You're listening, you're listening to WKDC Radio, helping you find your place in the kingdom. All right, verse number six, prophesy therefore concerning the land of Israel and say unto the mountains and to the hills and to the rivers and to the valleys. Did he not say that already? So God is very specific. Don't you become general when God's want, wanting to be specific. Okay, call it what it is. And listen, I know sometimes you prophesy, or at least I'm aware that there are things God wants you to say that you never thought you could say. Yeah, I'm not telling you who your audience is. You're just dealing with you and God. I want you to get okay with checking on your way to speaking. I'll say that again. 
Check on your way to speak. Okay? And to the hills and to the valleys, this is what you were to say, to those items. Thus saith the Lord God, behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and in my fury twice now, because you have borne the shame of the heathen. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I have lifted up mine hand. Surely the heathen that are about you shall bear their shame. He's still talking to mountains. He's still talking to inanimate objects or animate objects. I don't know what a mountain would be except for rock formations. He's speaking to something that wouldn't otherwise in our normal life be something that we address. Some of you need to address your vehicles. And instead of complaining about it and causing a breakdown ahead of time, bless God for its working. Praise God that it's paid in full. Instead of complaining about how small your house is because you've been watching too much House Hunters, thank God that you have laminate and not granite. Speak to that granite. Speak to that laminate and tell it to stay in place. And thank God for what you have. Thus said the Lord God, I have lifted up mine hand. Surely the heathen that are about you, they shall bear the shame. Their shame said that, verse 8. But ye, O mountains of Israel, this is what your future is. You should say, this is my future. You shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit. And who is the mountain supposed to be supplying? My people. See, the kingdom of God is your supply. The reason that the kingdom exists is not just for you to talk about its existence. The kingdom of God is designed to supply the people with what should be shooting forth in their lives. <laughs> the branches, the fruit. And it goes on to say, for my people of Israel, for they are at hand. It's time for what's in God's hands to be transferred to your hand. But some of it can't come until you start speaking. For behold, I am with you and I will turn unto you and you shall be tilled and sown and I will multiply men upon you. He's still talking to the mountain. I will multiply all the house of Israel, even all of it and the city shall be inhabited and the wastes shall be builded. So whatever isn't working is about to start working. I, I, I'm telling you. And, and how does it start working? You got to prophesy. You got to speak that thing. You got to say that thing, y'all. If you don't say it, it ain't happening. And it's not because God ain't good all the time. It's because you're not speaking anytime. You have to speak and then God will line that thing up. And again, this is not an indictment against people. He's talking to the mountain. And he says, supply what my people need. You need to speak to the kingdom. Supply what I need. But seek ye first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness according to the kingdom. You just saw that in the Old Testament. And then all these other things will be added unto you. If you want some addition and some multiplication, start speaking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.